Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host Steven Martinez, aka Mega Man. This will be Beer Talks 9 of episode 68. Right now I'm in the heart of Long Beach at Hogs Canyon. Right now, today's guest, I have Larry Chavez, the main man, and who else do I have with you? Uh, Jules Gutierrez. Jules? Okay, okay. What's up, guys? What's happening? What's up? How's everything going? Not too bad. Not Chilling too bad. on a Saturday? Nice. Um, I just wanted to, first thing I want to want to say how's your guys' day today? Yeah. Woke up about half an hour ago. Can't complain. <laughs> Sleeping in on a Saturday for all of the most gorgeous things you could do. I know. You, right now, I, I see you guys are like really, really busy with everything, like, and all that stuff. Yeah, we're hopefully towards the end of our construction period. I would say. Mm-hmm. Just antsy to kind of get doors open. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for. Uh, I think the last time I've been here when they had uh, just the bottle share, the release. Right. Right. And everything with Red Dug Life, or I think it was for his birthday with uh, catering with, with uh, Goat Mafia, I think. Yes. Yeah, I had them, and I think that was the last time. And I always pass by, I always think to myself, when is it going to be? When is it going to be done so I can come get some beer or something? Right. Know? Yeah, we just got uh, approved by the health department through Long with the city. Uh-huh. Um, so we got to go pick up that next week. Head over to the ABC with our paperwork, and then finish the construction. Uh-huh. And then we'll be uh, hopefully. There's a, there's a lot of st- uh, uh, stuff like you have to wave with the permits and stuff. Everything from Long Beach, I heard it's really anal. Yeah, they're a little they're a little tough, but it's been a lot better uh-huh. lately. That's good. How long does it? How long would it take uh, to open a brewery? Like in like in a year or two, or longer? It just depends. It just depends, I guess. Uh, it, if you maybe if you have a lot of big backing or something or a lot of money, it'd probably take less time. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But you want to get all the permits first and everything. Right. Uh-huh. Get everything going. Get everything started, and mm-hmm. it's just everything's. Everything takes a little bit. Because that's why a lot of people say they, they, it's hard to open a brewery in Long Beach because there's so much rules and so much of everything. Like, they're so anal when it comes to breweries in Long Beach. We're like, ugh. You well, know? It's, it's so new in the last few years. And uh, the city let a couple open up really quick. And they're, they're learning as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so now they, they use their past breweries and then go on to the next ones well that's kind of good like you have you know with you guys and you have long beach beer lab and liberation it's like it's all family and stuff you, you guys right. always help each other out we got but trademark just, across the street coming in soon. oh yeah i can't wait for that one that that takes a long time for that building i wonder what's the next building going to be next to it right you know but i i would come here because this is kind of more like a chill place when i swim i can just kind of picture it it kind of makes me it's kind of like more like a dry rivers across the street like that's what i kind of feel like it's maybe it's going to be a little like like yeah, a little more quaint, you know. Um, all our, our wood inside is from our ranch up in Paso Robles. Uh-huh. Um, everything we do is is handmade. Mm-hmm. Even this, the, the bar top is from my uncle's ranch at Oregon. Oh, wow. So you get everything all new. You get everything just like handmade, everything. Just Pretty much. And, but it's, it's, I can already tell. It's Once everything comes together, it's going to look really, really nice. I always feel like when the brewery's gonna get so busy, I wonder how it's gonna be. You have to have long lines waiting to come inside. <laughs> Hopefully not, but that's a good problem to have. <laughs> and who and and with you, like who's your uh, who's your friend right here? This is Jules. Jules, and he's gonna be doing. He can. Yeah, I'm uh, in charge of all the uh, pretty much the barrel program and the wild and sour program. Oh wow! Here I've uh, been dwelling into that the last couple of years, working oh. with different projects, and now at this point. I'm pretty much given a open slate of do whatever the hell you want. Just make sure it sells, and <laughs> I'm going for it. What cut? Uh, what breweries did you work for in the past? Uh, I've done work with a couple of uh, breweries in the past. Uh, the first one that I kind of started working with was Monkish back when they were Ooh. doing just Belgian beers, and there was no line whatsoever. Probably about four people in their tasting room. Oh, really? I was uh, helping them uh, organize like food events and get uh, food vendors in there. That kind of got my foot in the door. Uh huh. Um, shortly after, I. Would, Started working as a rep with both uh, Firestone and with the uh, Fan Carriage. Uh-huh. Um, been brewing for the last 10 to 12 years, possibly. Picked it up in college. Mm-hmm. And the last beer project that I did was uh, with our neighbors up to see Long Beach Beer Lab. Oh, yeah, with Levi. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I pretty much conjured their base uh, beer, which is now on tap at their place called Milk the Mustache. That's uh, that's all my recipe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I had, like, I had a bottle, like, was it like a couple months ago? I, I drank it. It was pretty good. It's not bad. I didn't, I didn't know that you made that. Yeah, he's uh, he's taking it to a whole new level now, which is great. He's using the base and just going with many fruit iterations on it, uh-huh. uh, which is kind of the concept that I want to do with one of our beers here. We, 
we did something similar with a, a wild project that we have just instead of inoculating with yeast we're mm-hmm. doing a complete spontaneous uh, beer which from that I know of no one in California has done that yet mm-hmm. are, are you going to make any hazies or anything? Uh, that's not going to be my department but I'm sure the pretty soon, pretty soon. oh yeah we've, we, we, we've made some uh, we have also uh, Scott he's original Schlegs on Instagram, mm-hmm. so he makes a, a good hazy with us as well. Is uh, like how, what brewery that makes hazies? Is it only ten miles? They make hazy, those. I think those they're the locally? only one. Yeah, uh, I think never, it has to be. Everyone seems to have a hazy on tap. Um, I would say possibly, te- well, yeah, the, the most popular one I would say is probably Beachwood. They started getting into the hazy game and they're mm-hmm. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just. Long Beach is still very young, and yeah. that whole style, I think. Yeah, I can't wait when uh, when when the hazies, you know, when you, a lot of the breweries make hazies, I can stay over here because a lot of the times, you know, I would have to go outside of Long Beach, the East LA with Indy, or a lot of the times uh, Inland Empire, like with Sandbox, Kings, you know, and all Rowdies and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, they make some good hazies, but it's just way too far. I want us to stay locally. Yeah. That's not bad. So, uh, Larry, where did you grow up at? Uh, born and raised in Paso Robles, California. Okay. So about three and a half hours north of here. Uh-huh. Um, small town. And uh, came down to L.A. when I was like 19 or 20. Uh-huh. I was able to, uh, my friend called me and says, dude, we can make $8 an hour. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> yeah, washing cars. And I was making five up there. I said, dude, I'm going to be rich. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> Out of 90, 91. Dang. Five so, bucks an hour. Yeah. Up yeah. to eight, eight fifty or something. It was funny. Mm-hmm. What did, did you go to school, college or anything? So I went to uh, school in Kansas City. I went to uh, railroad school, uh-huh. um, Johnson College. Okay. Um, started with the railroad. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I went to uh, NYK Lines and ran their uh, railroad program. Uh-huh. I left there probably two years ago and just started doing the brewery uh-huh. thing only. And um, and now here we are now. Cool. And I'm actually back at work. Again, another company, uh, Phoenix Marine Services. Okay. Um, so I work there uh-huh. uh, during the week, and then we do the brewery on top of this as well. On like on the weekends or just like every day? Uh, every hour we can get be here, we're here. Oh, wow. And then um, we're also opening another tap house up in Paso Robles. Wow. So that's at the Paso Market Walk downtown, mm-hmm. and that will just be taps and hats and shirts. There'll be no operations down there, up there. Okay, just hats and merchandise. Yeah. And you will have all your merchandise and online too and everything? Yes, yeah, we'll do that. I can't wait. Be, that's like a trip. Cool. You're like going back and forth. Well, we got my, my dad, and he's retired, so he'll be up there doing taking care of that place. And then uh, our other friend, Ben that actually has the ranch in Hog Canyon. That's where our name came from because uh-huh. his ranch is in Hog Canyon. We grow grain out there. We're going to start doing hops uh, pretty soon. We're going to play with that. We have 14,000 acres to play on up there. Okay, why the name Hogs Canyon? Is there a lot of hogs out there? We do uh, actually wild pig hunting out there as well. Oh, wow. So people come up every day to hunt uh, the pigs, and that's what they harvest. Is it, o- is, if, is it overpopulated over there? Uh, right now... It's not overpopulated. It's like, probably like how, good. like how it is in Texas. <clears throat> no, not at all. Okay. So, but you got to keep the population at, at bay because what happens is they get sick and it's just a bad thing. They tear up the ranch. Uh-huh. Um, so you got to keep them. You got to keep the the hogs at bay. Uh-huh. Um, they're Russian and they went there. Um, I don't even know how many years ago. Hundred years ago, somebody brought in a Russian wild pig, mm-hmm. made it with a, uh, an American pig, and now they're they're Rus- Russian wild pigs up there. Okay, because I always thought with pigs they keep on mating, then they spread, 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 and they get they overpopulated. They will, they will overpopulate if you don't control them with good? anything. Like wild boars, like when you ever you ever hunt and just cook it, the seat, you know, and all that. I don't hunt anymore, <laughs> but um, I will take a uh, I'll take the meat. Is and it? It's it's great, and it depends on it depends if we have water. Uh-huh. Because the ranch is only there is no the water source comes from rain only. Oh, so that's for everything for the the farming for the animals everything. Uh-huh. Um, there is wells out there of course, but for the most part you know it's it comes from rain. So um, if there's no rain like we've had in years past, the pigs will go somewhere else uh-huh. and they'll be scarce. But now there's plenty of water. They they all come back. They're eating alfalfa. They they eat good. Then the meat is good. They, mm. When they when there's no water. 
and they eat trash they, they taste like trash i always wonder with like you know like with uh with bears or elks and all that i wonder whatever they eat like berries and all that I wonder if like the meat or the like the pork is really really good right yeah it's especially when you know like when the alfalfa fields are going the hay fields are going they're uh-huh. just eating like crazy yeah and the meat's really good oh man that I'm, I'm already getting hungry man i got the beer right now <laughs> now i just want some uh i want some boys uh jules what about you uh, where did you grow up at uh, I actually grew up uh, in the city right next door, Wilmington. Oh, I, hey, uh, I was born there. I'm from Wilmas. So. Wilmas, uh, I was on, I, uh, right there on uh, Blend and the PCH. Oh, yeah. You're right probably, there by Ruby Dock. Yeah, you're my neighbor. I grew up on uh, Watson and M Street. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was on the east side, man. Um, okay. Uh, ever since uh, I was a kid, I always wanted to get out of town because that's... There's nothing to do out there. There really is nothing to do out there. There's two options growing up as a teenager. either going to be... A skater, or you're gonna join join the local gang. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to college up in the valley uh, uh-huh. and studied uh, music therapy. Mm-hmm. And right when I was in college, that's actually where I picked up uh, brewing. I was got a job underage thanks to uh, just my beer knowledge, I guess. But I was a uh, we had bought a kegerator online uh-huh. off of Craigslist, and we we're having one of our roommates at the time buy us kegs at a local tavern. Uh-huh. We got caught, but because I knew about beer. The owner hired me as his personal assistant. Uh, so this place, uh, shout out to Tavern Service in Parthenia. Uh-huh. This guy, little did I know, was the founding father of the Maltos Falcons, which is one of the biggest homebrew uh, clubs in LA, if not the country. Mm-hmm. And I would hang out there like on Friday nights, and essentially it was a big brew day for them. Mm-hmm. And me being underage, I was just trying to soak up all this knowledge, the knowledge that, huh? that was there. Mm-hmm. And little did I know, years down the line when I was leaving the valley, he gave me a box of books. He's like, you know everything about beer. You should pursue it. This was like in 2007, 2006. Beer wasn't really big then. So I was like, all right. This cookie old man's giving me some beer books. I got home brewing them. Mm-hmm. And here I am now. I've put on a couple of festivals and work with just different places and i've had many run-ins with this guy and was like dude you're my mentor you got me where i'm at now (laughs) that's awesome anyone anyone for all the people um to the listeners from wilmington man you can make it out of anywhere man it's like you know because i always feel like sometimes with the 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 kids you know they feel like they're trapped still in wilmington still and they they need to get out because the only thing they look like they never go past like the 110 freeway you just stay right there, dude. Wow. And there's there's much potential in Wilmington. For the longest, my dream was to open up a brewery in Wilmington. That's, I was thinking uh, that, too. Uh, I've been trying to, I was actually trying to do that for the last six years, but there's a lot of roadblocks in the city of Wilmington Hard. because it's an incorporated part of L.A., mm-hmm. so to deal with anything like that, you have to go, there's no local government. Mm-hmm. So for the longest building I was trying to get was the abandoned tortilla factory off of uh, Broad and G, which is the Silas factory. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get into that building, and all the local representatives were okay with it. It's just dealing with the local government. They wouldn't approve me, but they approved two dispensaries across the way, which I thought was kind of weird. Wow, <laughs> man. So. See, it, well, one day, we, I mean, <laughs> we still got time, Wilmington. You know, little by little, I mean, a lot of the, the cities are getting regentrified, so that'd be awesome to see. I mean, there's like Wilmington, there's a lot of young young kids now, you know, a lot of youth, more like art and everything yeah. and stuff like that. And that's exactly what's happening to this area. We're in a pretty rough area of neighborhood of Long Beach, I would say, to an extent. But at the same time, it is slowly getting uh, gentrified to an extent where you have more younger people coming in to try to take over. Um you had that right up the street one of the the hawk bars the, the hawk bar used to be a very rough bar when I the nuggets there, it was called the nugget it was horrible um but you know someone locally that loved the area came and turned it around yeah like we said right across the street from us trademark oh, room going to be opening up and that's going to be awesome yeah they're going to be uh, good neighbors a, fr- a friend from high school from Maine, <clears throat> uh him and his partners just bought the bar next door which used to be la fiesta uh-huh. and they're going to be turning that into like a 1950s mexican mod bar which is Sounds pretty interesting. Really? So it's going to be pretty cool. Like once this whole area starts turning around, you're going to see definitely yeah. an influx of changes. Just younger people that are trying to come out, and they'll see we could also do that. I heard. I don't know. If this is true. I've been hearing a lot with the mayor and everything that this, you know, PCH is a little like busy, busy. Yeah. But this, where um, Anaheim, the the Hawk Bar, all the way up to Exemino, this is going to be all regentrified. This is all going to be like the main main. To get ready for the Olympics when and all that stuff. He's trying to do that, yeah. Uh, I love our mayor and I don't like our mayor. <laughs> half and half. Uh, he, half and half. He's a good mayor. He, he knows how to talk. 
<laughs> and he knows how to essentially put a good blanket over things. He likes yeah, a, he's, he's, he likes a honey dick. Yeah. He's a, but he, you know, he's exactly what a, you would expect out of anybody in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple times at a, a couple mixers. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, he seems like the the biggest thing is that he's trying to turn Long Beach into Little Miami, which is, again, <laughs> it's a love and hate because I live here and I don't want it to turn into that. No. But at the same time, I see the opposite where I, it's going to be really good for business. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens. I know it's slowly starting to change up at this corridor, which yeah. he's trying to do. Uh, there's this big condo is going to be open up right across the way yeah um and that's hopefully going to bring us a lot more just local business seeing the size of our location mm-hmm. probably going to be more of your neighborhood pub as opposed to yeah. people driving out of town to kind of visit us okay what do you think about what's changing in long beach do you think it's good or bad um i think it's good so far um you know we like jules said we had the pleasure of meeting the mayor um, and his chief of staff, he did give us his word that he's going to help us, and he wants this place open. And he actually lives a couple blocks away. Yeah. Oh wow! So he'll be walking over here. He said he's going to be here when we open the first day. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a man of his words. So we'll see what happens. That's good. You think like a lot of people? This is I've been getting that. Um, is it good to open a lot of breweries in one city, or LA has it's all scattered? What do you think? I like them kind of scattered, so you can go on a little adventure. Check things out. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I think it's good, actually. Uh, even though it seems like it might get like overpopulated or oversaturated, uh-huh. uh, it's really hard to just be the one brewery out of the way of everybody because then you really have to be a standout brewery just for someone to make the trek to go there. Um, case in point would probably be uh, Brewery West. They're amazing. They do really good work, but they are really in, way out of the way of everybody. So that's mm-hmm. probably the only thing that really hurts them. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of people are just driving through San Pedro. Yeah. They're at the end of San Pedro. Yeah, it's so, way on the end. So it's uh, it's great that they put out good product and people do go you know seek out their beer. But if you're really you know out that way, you really got to make sure you have that product. If mm-hmm. not, you could rely that at least you're in an area where all right, I'm getting there. I'm going to be really good. But now there's other people around here, so you'll kind of fall within that thing. That it's not really a competition. It's going to be just collaboration or just you're going to be able to feed off each other's business okay okay um how did you how did how did how did you and beer beer thug life get together how did you guys meet <laughs> it's funny we were just standing there in line drinking a beer for real and uh <laughs> he saw one of my cars he's like hey i like your car and we just started talking and we became friends that's pretty much it uh-huh. he's a good dude um and uh that's it i haven't i haven't i, I can't shake him yeah, <laughs> I think I think the first time I met you and Beer Thug Life, I was drinking at uh, Long Beach Beer Lab, and that's how I met you guys by myself. Yep. That's when I didn't have a podcast. I was just drinking. It's like, oh man, you should, you should follow me, a super humble guy, and everything. Right. Because I remember you were still fixing this still. Right, right. And right. everything, but it was like, okay, not bad. And uh, Edgar, man, he's 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 a really really nice guy, you know. And uh, he's just everywhere. He's trying to you know get his name out there, doing collabs with Inland you know indie and all that stuff you know with a uh, uh, local craft beers and you know like kings you know and all that stuff and it, it's it's really good you know i mean i already had him on my podcast and you know he has big things coming in and you know he, he wants to have a festival for in you know in the in the city of compton which right. is which i which i will be looking forward down the road yeah we will be there for sure i know well, i just want to say this <laughs> you i see in the back you have a whole bunch of cars how many cars do you have in the back uh, maybe a dozen right now. And <laughs> what's your favorite one? Um, well, of course, my car. <laughs> it's a '64 Chevelle station wagon. Damn, that's nice. Or my, I, I have a matching convertible, so I'm kind of liking that one a little more too. Would you have when you open the brewery? You're gonna have the the uh, the guests who come like like check them out or stuff like a little show and tell. Uh, sometimes not open all the time because you don't want to make it something kind of special to see. Oh, like for events? Yeah, not events, but you know, just make it. It's not going to be open all the time, uh-huh. you know, but it will be open Dang. to whoever <laughs> wants to check them out, I guess. And uh, with all the breweries here, like you know, with uh, Dennis from uh, Craft Beers of Long Beach, he's been wherever I go. He's just everywhere. He was. He wants to be in the the news or where what's going on with hogs and and trademarks and everything and. And he does so much for to, for you know for launch and everything. And I don't I don't feel like he gets that much credit, but I always feel like he he's doing something, you know. 
Right, right. No, he should. He does. He does a lot of good stuff. He, he puts us on Instagram and talks about us. We we do his festival up in. Uh, oh yeah, over there. Yeah, Rancho. Up, uh, Rancho. Rancho. And yeah. yeah, it probably be. I think there's one coming up in September. September. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, be, we'll be there. Yeah, last year I couldn't make it, but for sure this t- uh, this time I'll be there and stuff. So, you know, I just always I it's always packed. You know, right. so I think this time I'm not gonna park my car. I'm just gonna take an Uber over there because yeah. I, I, I couldn't find I couldn't even find a spot and there was like no parking. Right. They're blocking like we're walking blocks and blocks and blocks. You know, but uh, do you have any upcoming like beers coming up down the road that you're making in the back? Yeah, uh, so <laughs> about a month and a half ago or a month ago, uh, I built a coal ship. So essentially, it's a very shallow stainless steel pan. Uh, that you would use to open ferment. So we brewed about 10 barrels of a uh, wort over at Indy, put it into a stainless steel tote, and trucked our happy asses all the way up to uh, <laughs> Paso Robles for about four and a half, five hours. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hope, hoping not to lose any uh, t- any of the temperature that we had in the wort because it was scalding hot. We both actually got burned just handling the tank itself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the whole point. So when you... When you brew beer, usually the last step is you uh, knock it out and put it through a heat exchanger. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to make sure it was scolding hot, so by the time we got to the ranch, we could naturally cool it overnight in this cool ship. And the whole point of it is that if it cools overnight, usually it's less activity in the environment and, the, and essentially everything that's around it. So we'll be able to inoculate some just wild yeast that's in the air. And we actually found a spot at our partner's ranch that was in the middle of nowhere, next to a hay field maybe. Up 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 the way was probably a couple of steers. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. There's gonna be some <laughs> some wild stuff. And we let it just do its thing overnight. Put it in a barrels and literally about a day and a half after the thing was bubbling. So it's for natural we caught some natural yeast and it's all spontaneous. We haven't pitched any actual yeast to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's doing its thing now. It's going to straight barrel fermentation. Um, we're hoping to have at least a version of it ready by December, but with a lot of wild and beers like this, you really can't dictate the beer tells you when it's ready. So I'll have a version of it, because I'll probably be mixing some of that wild yeast that I captured with actual mixed culture that I've been culturing, you know, with different projects, uh-huh. uh, ready to be poured for the Long Beach event. So we'll have, like, some, some ready beer, but it won't be that exact spawn yeah. beer until... We feel that it's ready. The, mm-hmm. right. the main concern that I that I want is just make sure the beer is ready to drink before anything else. Don't want to put out something that's so par. Are you gonna make any like uh, like any like like triple IPAs or anything like that? Uh, hopefully, oh, I, oh, yeah. I have a I I have a yeast that I've been working with for the last year and a half mm-hmm. um, from a very uh, local hype brewery. Um, I won't say who they are, but I've. Uh, <laughs> I was I've been able to capture their yeast essentially, and uh, I've been using that as a starter with a couple of different beers. And if it if it's the products that I've been pushing out of that means anything, that we probably have a good yeast base for mm-hmm. uh, some of the hazies that we might be producing. Okay, so from you working at Monkish, Long Beach Bear Lab, and now to Hogs, what are you gonna bring? Where I want all my listeners from all over the Inland Empire, because I get a lot of listeners from Inland Empire. What are you going to bring for them at the table? Like, what what beers should they be looking out for? Uh, I want just essentially a good drinking beer that's going to live past the hype, because I think everyone goes for these hype beers, and then it's just a one-trick pony. You have it, and mm-hmm. you've already had it. You don't want to have it again. Yeah. That's the only thing about hype beer that I don't like. If people would just, already already had that can, I'll trade the rest of my three other cans. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. I want you to be able to drink all four of those yeah. cans because it's just that good like it's more it's big it's going to be bigger than the actual height value of it so yeah um with the with at least with the sour program and the wild program that i'm doing i want to make sure that it's something that's approachable to anybody even if you're not a sour drinker because i don't want to make it insanely just acidic i want something to just be very approachable from like Larry, who doesn't like sour beer, like, hey, I could actually drink. It's this. hard. I, that's my weak spot. I don't. I can have a, like a little taste. Me, me too. But me that's too. It. It's hard. I don't. I just don't like them. But how, how everybody long, has a different taste. How long would it take for a person who's weak at sour beers to to like get used to it? It's just hard. It just depends the approach on it. Really, I think uh, for the longest I did not like sour beer, and I even found when I was brewing how to 
even get into uh, barrel aging because it's just it's, it's so intricate of a process mm-hmm. um, and it's just it, you have to find something that's approachable to your taste but so for me the beer that actually got me in a sour beer was drinking a um, Russian River supplication mm-hmm. and it was actually a local beer it was a Smog City's Kirkus Circus so before they opened up when I was still uh, doing uh, food trucks and events for Monkish uh-huh. uh, Smog City was uh, building around the corner and they had a beer that they barely put out just a couple months ago because it took them about three to four years to reproduce again uh-huh. it's called Kirkus Circus it's just a blend of barrels uh, of wild different different types of wild beers just in different wine barrels okay it's possibly the most approachable beer that I could think of for anybody that doesn't like sour beer because it it's not acidic it's very approachable to your palate if you like say a rosé or a crisp white wine or anything like that okay it's gonna have those notes and it's not gonna dry out your mouth like a lot of these uh, Brett beers usually do it's just mm. easy drinking I would say okay uh, sessionable so it's probably only a six to seven percent and that actually spiked my interest like hey these guys did something that I could actually drink mm-hmm. let me try something else and I just kept on pushing my boundaries until I just you know got super into it and I'm like all right this, now this is too acidic I'm pulling off the enamel off my teeth I can't drink this but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> see this is the thing I like man everyone I, I mean I met Jules for the first time today and right now I'm just like fascinated intrigued right now man it's like I can't wait for this fucking brewery to open man. I want to try this fucking shit and stay local man <laughs> I'm tired of driving to Inland Inland people you come over to Long Beach I'm tired of wasting my fucking gas man <laughs> and stuff so um, I, I mean wow so what's the future for Hawks Canyon like, what do you have anything, like, down the road? Like, you just want to see just... I want to see people come in and come back. Um, one thing is we are, are the beers that we have experimented with. You know, there's a handful of us that all make a beer. Uh-huh. And uh, we're very hard on each other. Yeah. Oh. You, get, yeah. You, you, you might go down the drain. Yeah. And your beer might go down the drain. Oh, wow. Do, at all costs. The, the Wild Ale, and we spend a lot of money on it. If, it. if it's bad, it goes down the drain. We will never let out a beer that you will just cringe on yeah if all three of us that are, that are actually involved we don't agree with the beer then we don't agree with the beer we'll have to not put it out wow. it's different if you if you don't like the taste that's one thing because everybody has a different taste but if it's if there's something we're, it's, it's bad it goes it, it goes down the i drain. can tell you're a perfectionist <laughs> it's it's gotta it's, be it's not really uh, yeah it's Isn't something it? to be a perfectionist but not necessarily that is just because we are in a market right now that it is slowly getting saturated uh, or it is saturated at, at a certain extent. There's so much beer out there, then I think there's also just as much as a lot of good beer, there's just a lot of bad beer out there as well. And that's the thing I, I don't like, is that I like the beer, but fuck the can label. I don't like how, oh, look at the design, looks beautiful, but you taste the beer, tastes like shit. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's nasty. I, mean, I think we've all <laughs> had those. And like our, our Wild Ale, we're going to ship it actually back to Paso Robles when it's ready. Okay. We're taking it to Rava Winery. And uh, he's going to put it in champagne bottles. So they're going to be big champagne bottles, 750s, and they're going to be. It's going to be a nice deal. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's done. If it's not, we just keep waiting. Are you going to do it's it? ready? It'll be you know hopefully for the holidays. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ooh, that I'd be awesome to when if you guys do open like holiday beers, you know. Yeah. Be nice to have like some gingerbread beers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or some or some pumpkin beers or <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Are you guys going to do a collab? I get a lot of questions like, is he going to do a collab with Beer Thug Life? Of course. You know, we gotta we gotta do one with him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> for everything else, did you have uh, do you have any last words for for the listeners? Um, just uh, we keep everything updated on Instagram. Uh, it's been a long process. Uh, we'll be open soon enough, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have some good stuff out there but, for everybody. But no, not no time yet. Huh? We just I, I think we should be uh, hopefully football season. <laughs> uh, I've put I've given myself a deadline that I want to be somewhat ready to go by mid September, but that's just a, that's probably a good guess. That's that's possibly a loose get, uh, deadline just because there's so many events coming up, mm-hmm. and we are going to be present in future events. So if you are going to any local beer festivals, we'll be at the Taster Brews. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, okay, August Long Beach. 24th. Uh, we'll be at the uh, Long Beach uh, Craft Beer Event, which happens up in Rancho. It's mm-hmm. a great event just because you're able to taste yeah only Long Beach breweries. Yes. Um, it does sell out, so don't you know, slack Does on. Ballast Point go too? Yes, which has been a, uh, uh, a, a thing that I had an issue with. Me too. But I understand why they're there to an extent. Um, 
from my experience in the last couple, last couple of years, they really don't get enough people to even go walk up to their booth anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. Really? Um, the, the scoping's over, yeah. huh? I just, uh, yeah. For me, I have different issues against Palace Point. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just they're a bigger company. They're mm-hmm. the whole political thing that have taken water away from people in Mexicali. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, so That's I'll, why I stopped <laughs> drinking their beers. So I'll probably be wearing a very uh, political shirt that day. Uh, <laughs> Just because that's I'm I'm a I'm a smart ass punk like that, yeah, that's um, but yeah so yeah we'll be at, a, at that event as well. Uh, right around that same week is the CCBA, the California Craft Brewers uh, Association Festival that's happening here in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm kind of aiming to hopefully have some stuff ready for then. Um, possibly events right around that time. I'm working on a project right now that will kind of be doing a Long Beach tap takeover, but get a bunch of Long Beach breweries. To do a tap takeover in Denver for GABF, Ooh. so instead of having a booth at GABF, um, thinking of just taking over a local bar where people could go try an array of different Long Beach beers at just one location without having to pay the price tag and everything of going to the festival, and it's it's actually more intimate. Okay, you're able, to, you're able to you know pick our brain about it, kind of get you know people to know what, what we're all about. Where you go to a festival, it's usually let me get this taster. I'm going to slam it and go to the next booth. Okay, I got you. Mo, Crafter Kings, you know I love you, man, but I have to I have to say this question right here. I know Mo from Crafter Kings is having a festival at SoCal's over at the Belmont Pier. And I know that he's getting all his main breweries from all everywhere else. Um, I won't mention names, <laughs> but there were some breweries that were kind of upset. Like, hey, how come you didn't invite any of the local breweries? over there to Belmont Pier, that's where they're gonna have it at. Oh. And I was kinda like a little like, well, what's up with you guys or Tens or Liberation, Ambitious? I think it's just his breweries outside where a lot of the the, the brewery, the, the crafter people in Long Beach don't like that. They want their own, you know? Yeah, I understand why it would work though. Like I guess if I, I don't wanna go to a, a festival in Long Beach to drink Long Beach beer. Mm-hmm. I would just go to that brewery. But have their name out there, you know, would, from all yeah, the... It, it would know. be nice to at least have one booth with, like, taps from different local breweries, but mm-hmm. usually I wouldn't go to Denver and drink Denver beer. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the brewery. I wouldn't go to the festival and drink yeah. that same beer just because it's... I'll rather have the business come into the tap room that go to the <laughs> festival. What do you think, Larry? Well, I don't know. It, it's a tough thing, and it's hard to invite everybody. Yeah. So I, I try to be, you know understanding of everything so um it's just it's it's tough until you until you put a, a, an event together i guess it's probably you know and i haven't mm-hmm. uh, but it's probably a tough call to get people you yeah. know yeah okay i know it's a little tough question right there but i just <laughs> had to ask that you know it's just that you know a lot of the the craft for people in long beach they always ask me questions yeah. about like hey Mega man why do you always in, in the in empire but you don't stay in you know in long beach yeah. well I, i've been to all the breweries <laughs> i've been to dutch brew house four horsemen you know yeah, yeah. steady i've been to all all of them you know i mean i even go to the, the dive bars in, in uh, fourth street yeah. you know everything <laughs> so other than that yeah that's nice i like that we're doing a, a golf we did a, we sponsored a golf tournament today uh, for the for Chargers football and El Toro Chargers football. So at your football team, Chargers. Is my my no, not the Chargers. I'm actually a Raider. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna go fight uh, with us, uh, Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, actually we have season tickets. For the what, Char- about, uh, what about you, Raiders? Raiders? Oh, Raider fan. Raider fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Niners. <laughs> we suck, man. <laughs> we fucking suck. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I I just want to say thank you uh, for uh, being on the podcast. We're not done yet because I have another special guest, you know, and on the next on the next segment and stuff. But I know Larry. I know you're busy right now. With you have a lot of work right now, and Jules. I know you're gonna be busy, but. Uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, being on the podcast so much. Sure, I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a break right now, and then I have my next guest, you know, ones who's making all the noises in the back, you know, and everything. <laughs> all right. We'll take a break right now. We'll be all right. All right, we're back on right now. We took a little break. I have another. This is my second guest in the Hogs Canyon uh, crew. My boy Keith from Crapper Loyals. And you have a little society in where? Uh, 
Belmont Shore, Long Beach, called the Belmont Crafty Neighbors. Hell yeah, that's what's up, dude. And this is, is, is it the same thing like Craft Beers of Long Beach? It is. It's kind of the same thing. You know, we host craft beer events, uh, tastings, uh, introduce people to new craft beers, try to get them away from that big beer and show them, you know, there are other options out there. Uh-huh. Is it only for Long Beach people or for everyone else? You know, at first it kind of was, but now I've opened it up to anybody who wants to come can come. Uh huh. And you have like you have like month to month, like you just pick a place and everyone comes. Yeah. So what I do is um, I talk with certain uh, bars, normally in Second Street on Belmont Shore, and then I also talk to breweries and I try to connect them. Like, hey, would you want to do a tasting event here, uh-huh. here, such such? And normally everybody's down to do it. So you know, we link up a brewery with one of the bars, and then I just start promoting it to my people. Uh huh. They come and show up, and it's just like trying beers, talking to the brewers, and. Everybody's just like making friends and stuff. It's pretty cool. I know. I think I think you invited me a couple times, but I know I couldn't go. And I know Dennis too. But I feel like I'm I'm like I'm like that person traveling, trying to spread the love out from Long Beach for the people to come to Long Beach. Definitely. And that's what I'm trying to do. I feel like I'm just like a, a traveler, like a like a sales rep or something like that, trying to show the love and everything where I go. No, you definitely show love, but yeah, you need to come out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so with all the breweries, you know, you have 10 miles, you know, you just have, you know, let's, let's, let's break it down. We have 10 miles, steady. You know, we have Dutch Brew House. You know, we have... Uh, can't ever forget Beachwood. I mean, Beachwood. a big one, but can't ever forget Beachwood. I, w- I went to Beachwood for my birthday. It was pretty good fucking yeah, beers. Really you know, good beer. I went. I tried the ones that, that won all the medals and stuff. It was not bad. I think I had like a... I think they had a hazy, like a triple hazy, oh, I think. damn. I was, it was pretty good. It messed me up. I was like, fuck. Then we all went bear hopping to Ambitious and Liberation and... And you know, ten miles. No, is the I haven't last been one. ambitious yet. I know they just recently opened, and I've heard a lot of good things. I need someone to get out told there. me. Someone told me that I like the monkish of Long Beach. Really? I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, there's, I think there's only one monkish, but um, mm-hmm. monkish, you know, has one style that I like. So uh-huh. I like going to other breweries. You know, have other styles of beer. For me, when I was. I rarely go to Monkish, but if I do, it's like I just don't have that patience to wait in fucking line. I mean, that's just you know for the can releases. Yeah, there's uh-huh. a, there's a line. If you go there like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or something, and there's no can release, you might be the only person in that tasting room. So. Fuck it, I'll take whatever <laughs> beers I have. I mean, I pu- I was there to get like a double IPA. I mean, that I wanted to get the cookies and cream, but it was already sold out. Yeah, so when they do stuff like that, it does sell out pretty fast. Yeah. And normally they have like one keg of it, but that's mm-hmm. just you know to draw people in. Yeah, and then. The, the only beer I loved at Monkish, and I wish they have it, you know, in the can, was that it's a it was one, it was called Fallen in Love. Fallen in Love. Oh, it was so good. What was that? Was that? Oh man, it was like a like a like a stout coffee, oh, okay. like a vanilla caramel peanut butter flavor. It was just by far one of the best. It was like a nine point two. Nice. I had three glasses. I don't even know how I made it home. <laughs> I don't even know. See, that's the thing. I have to go. I have to go drinking in the daytime. I'm drinking at night. Fuck that. There's the fucking Torrance cops ain't fucking around, no, dude. No. See, that's the thing and stuff like that. Wait, what? What? Um, breweries. Um, you're keeping an eye on instead of Monkish. Um. So I work out in Irvine. So I go to a lot of uh, Orange County breweries, and uh, probably one of my favorite breweries. Even L.A., Orange County is probably Green Cheek. Green Cheek. Yeah. They're okay. uh, doing a lot of good things. You know, their first year, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, they're cool. They make some good beers. But, like, the last year, just everything they make just been really good and super consistent. And just it's a good place to be at, good vibes. Like, you know, I like hanging out there. Mm-hmm. What about Nobles? I like going to Noble. Um, I think they used to be a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. um, Green Cheek is actually owned by their former brewer. So he went out and started his own brewery. Oh, shit. But, I mean, Noble's cool. And... It's cool when you go like to an angel game because you can park there for free. Mm-hmm. What about uh, uh, Brewery Teru? Um, not too much into that because they're more like the sours and stuff like that. I mean, I know they make other beers, but their yeah. big draws they're like strong. the sours and I'm not really into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like going to Bottle Logic though, and you know having. I've never been there. Oh, you need to go there, especially if you like if you like stouts, you need to go there. I uh, I know they have that seven day thing where it's each bottle yeah, and stuff. I've and done I, that. The, I've done that the last two years, and it's a good time. I mean, you got you go there, you get to try all these barrel aged. Uh, and they're strong beers. too, huh? Yeah, they're strong. Well, yeah. what do you think? Like, what's the percentage? Like nine, ten? Oh no, they're like twelve, sixteen. Yeah. It's like sounds like dogfish. <laughs> nah, but the, I mean they're good. I mean they'll taste like coffee, chocolate, you know, hazelnut. I mean like uh-huh. they taste like what they say they taste like. You know, mm. they're good beers. You know, lately I've been I've been going to uh, Burry West. You know, like all the locals. I already graduated over here in Long Beach, 
But now I want to check out the other breweries. But I'm, lately, I've been going to Inland Empire. Well, As I, you can see, I'm wearing Sandbox Brewery. I haven't even been to Brewery West oh, yet. My, I'm kind of maybe plan on going today because my birthday is tomorrow. So that's kind of something I want to well, do. Well, happy, happy, happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. And then, actually, Thursday the 27th, I'm having a Belmont Crafty Neighbor event at Rance's Brewery West. I'll go. So, I'll be there I'll, for sure. Yeah. I ain't making that up. I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I, I always want to go, but um, I guess in a way, I'll, I'll sign me up. No, I know, and I know it's like during the week too, so it's, it's hard for people to get out during the week, especially you know, got job, got kids. Like, I can make it work. Okay, I'll make it work and stuff. I know Dennis wants me there, but you know, lately I've been going to the, like you said, the end of the empire. You know, Sandbox. You know, Kings, Rowdies, yeah. Hamiltons. You know, um, the only one I, I feel like I'm a little bit intimidated. I feel like um, is Electric Brewery. You know. I, I want to make it out there and you know everybody loves it like they're saying that's the new king i mean i've had a couple other beers they're good i need to go out there and see what they're about though. that they said they're like the monkish of the inland empire big know. time and those inland empire craft beer people they don't fuck around <laughs> they're like hardcore they'd be like man it's electric all the way or or if you ride and die i mean no i mean i know a lot of uh, people that i know they you know are monkish diehards that they're sliding more towards electric really yeah. So you think you feel like Monkish is kind of fading? A little bit, but they're always generating a new crowd. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to fade out. But I think some people are getting tired of... It's kind of the same beer a lot. Different mm-hmm. labels. And so yeah. people are getting tired of that. Is this electric? Is this... It just blew out of the scene. Um, I'm going to have um, this and on podcast, Service Market. He told me a story. The owner said, like, when Electric Brewery started, when they popped up... He, they were giving cans to distribute, you know, and it was like, oh, here, I got, and he posted on his Instagram, like, hey, I have some electric beers. The next day, there must have been about 200 people. The only thing about it is Electric Bowie only gave him about three cases of 24 packs. I mean, that's part of the game. Though. And he, and there was a single, it was like, hey, and the guy, the first guy said, hey, I'll buy that whole thing from you. And it was like, what the fuck? See, you can't do that. Um, I mean, that's really part of the game where there's a limited amount of beer and more amount of people. But, you know, normally you got limited. Something like that is usually one camp per person. If you only got that much, you know, especially if it's like at the store, no one's letting you walk out the four pack or especially three cases. What? So that's was, crazy. Yeah, they need, then I think some people got mad and say, hey, stop distributing. Just, you know, make more money and just sell it at your, you know, at your brewery and stuff like that. And that's where people always, people always tell me, like, you got to come. And it's like, I'm going to go sleep in my car. I'm going to get a tent. And like, they do. the fuck, dude? They do do that for sure. You especially, know? I mean, at Three Chiefs when they do like a stout release oh yeah man people are camping out is it cans or bottles bottles uh they do bottle stouts and uh people are camping out and they're posting it on their instagram stories they got their tents and everything it's have you crazy. been to homage homage no we're um me and actually dennis for craft beer B are supposed to do a collab event with them coming soon so well, let me know because i know a lot of the 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 all the breweries in inland empire i'm trying to make it out to uh i'm gonna go to this brewery called uh 8-bit Ape it off. Oh, a lot of good things about good, them. Yeah, good things. You know, Kings, you know, like all that stuff. But yeah, I just want to venture off also that. But also, one of my favorite breweries I like going to is Indy. 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 Yeah, Indy's good beer. Indy. Have you been to the brewery across the street, Dry Rivers? Dry River, I haven't been there. Oh, man. So it's the way how Dry Rivers is, I feel like it, this is how it's going to be for hogs. It's really nice, good beers and everything. But yeah, it's just, there's so many breweries popping up. You don't. I don't know. It is. It's and it's it's hard to hit them all. I mean, I I really don't make it out to the IE that often. You know, I'm more to Orange County or like Torrance area or Long Beach. Like uh-huh. that's kind of my area. I would like to venture out more, but you know, I work a lot of hours. What about like West Covina, like uh, Arrow Lodge? Arrow Lodge, no. I mean, I've had their beers, but I haven't been there. Like I've had their beers. They don't fuck around. I'm gonna have yeah. them on my podcast they, in a week or two. They make some pretty consistently good shelfy yeah. beers. You know, like ones I can go to the wine country and get. Like mm-hmm. I like that stuff. I like the guys who can make some good beers that I can go to the store and get. Yeah, like that's the thing I, I like about Long Beach because I mean, a lot of the beers we can't get is too far. I like to go, I like to go to California Heights Market mm-hmm. and get whatever we can. But what do you, what, what what are stores that you get your beers at? In Long uh, Beach. My main one is the wine country on Redondo. Oh, right there, right the mail, the, the mail place yeah, used right to be. A, right really, I have never been there. Oh man, dude! Like, see, I think a lot of people sleep on it because it's called the wine country. But nah, man, they got like one of the best craft beer selections in Long Beach, and buy single cans, which is what I love. Anything they have, you can just buy a single, break it off the four pack, anything. So I like that. So I go there. It's just, like Target for me. And I, do they have like a lot of like the beers that we can't get outside of Long Beach? Yeah, yeah. I mean. 
There's I mean, there's certain breweries that you're never gonna get cans of outside, like you know, Monkish Electric, those kind of breweries. You're never gonna get that on the shelf. But yeah, like they got the Aerologist. Sometimes they got like, Alvarados. You know. Hey, those are yeah. good. Hey, those are. Did you try the churro beer? The churro beer? Yeah. Oh, that was good. What you think, man? What you think, uh, dude? I think my favorite thing in a beer besides like IPA is cinnamon. So. Almost any cinnamon, especially the stouts, I'm, I'm for it. When I can't find their beers at California Heights, I have to go drive to El Monte, the Craft Beer King. Shouts to Mo. Uh, he has everything. I need, like, I, I follow him and everything, and I need to make it out there because that's one place where, like, I just want to go there for a bottle shop. Normally, if I'm a travel somewhere, I want to go to a brewery, but yeah. I do want to check out this place. And one thing I think is cool, like, he has, like, online shopping and shipping. Like, that's yes. cool. Like, I haven't ventured into that yet, but I've looked at it. Like, man, that's Have you tried cool. the Best Buds? Yeah, uh... No, I had the Bud's Best. Oh, is that the yellow one or the green the one? The green one. I tried the yellow one. No, no, it's like it's like a vanilla cinnamon, like like vanilla wafer beer. Oh, okay, it's fucking bomb. Yeah, I had the Bud's Best, like a. Wafer I didn't want to drink them. I, I that's how good they are. I save those, you know. They usually make that like once a year, right? Yeah, yeah. That's with Aerolodge, right? Yeah, and stuff. I have. Um, I'm gonna go if I have time today. Go to. I'm gonna go head over there. I'm gonna get their Mexican Lager beer. They have like a. It's like a chancla, like a. Like a, it's a pink can. Oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've seen that can. I've yeah, have you can. tried the Danny Trejo? There's a Mexican lager. Nah, good. It, it's okay. The yeah. best Mexican lager I had is Chavo Guerrero, the wrestler. His beer, I think it's from Alasta, a, a brewery somewhere in, in Covina. It's good. I, you know, I like Mexican lagers for like that's you know, good eating when I'm eating. Like those are good beers. Yeah, yeah. Like this one I'm having, it, it's like a smooth beer and stuff. That's what I like because you know if you drink too much hazies or doubles, I like triples and doubles. But when you have I, fuck, you end up on the couch. Yeah, I end up on the couch. I get like fat headaches, is like that. But I still want to keep on drinking. But yeah, but some of the beer cans, I just I kind of want to drink. I just, I just want to save them for a special occasions. Yeah, that, I was definitely like that at first. And I mean, I used to like trade a lot too. So like, oh man, I can't even drink this because I'm probably gonna trade it. You mm-hmm. know, for something on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Now it's just I like, get them, I drink them. With uh, I know with like you have you you buy like you have a lot of monkish at your house. Yeah, not as much as I used to, but yeah. But you, do you ever have an inventory? Because I always wonder, because I have an inventory of a book of all the beers I have in my fridge, and I always ask the brewer, the, the brewery person or the owner, it's like, hey, how long is this beer good for? You know, like, oh, I give it like four or five tops. I have to write it down, you know? And also, I didn't know about the hazies, that to make it still good, to make it that, they have to put the hazies upside down to get, like, the flavor and stuff, mix it or roll it and... I mean, everybody's got their their own thing with that, you know. Shout out IPA Tim. He likes to flip them, and you know, you got people who want to roll them, and yeah, yeah. You know, I keep my cans upside, you know, right upside or whatever, and keep them at a good temperature, and they're fine. You know, I don't unless it's a bad beer, I don't get a lot of sediment or nothing like that, and then no no separation. I mean, you, you don't have a long life on some of these hazies. Some hazies are only good for maybe a month or two. But, like, Monkish, I've had Monkish that are, like, a year old, and they were still good. They're still good? Yeah. Yeah, I always get iffy. Like, you know, like, I was like, man, I hope it's good. I always get iffy because, you know, when you when you drink it, okay, it's good. And, and you get paranoid. You drink it for a couple of days, like, for a week or two. I haven't drink it. Like, hey, I don't know. This is not the taste. <laughs> I get scared like no, that. No, definitely. But um, especially with Monkish, I've noticed sometimes time get, lets it get better. Like, it settles down. Like, if you drink a Monkish can you got in that first week, it's going to taste different and two three weeks and most of the time it's gonna be better in two or three weeks you know mm-hmm. so you ever try the nasty ass hazies oh yeah me oh, too yeah. and it's in the refrigerator right now that, <laughs> tro- that, that tropicana's oh i was looking at that i haven't had that yet i was looking at it but then i saw who made it i was like yeah probably yeah not gonna be a good you know hazy. why because i got it's like oh hazies oh tropicana everyone's talking about for a four pack like eight bucks and see, like that's the problem that's the problem everybody's trying to make hazies because it's the big thing right now but not everybody can do it so they shouldn't do it it was nasty i i just dumped that shit out yeah, if, it, I just, if, I, if it's not your style, if you can't make it, don't make it. Stick to what you know. Make make your beers. Let the other people do this hazy thing because mm-hmm. it's really saturating it. And you know, before I, anytime there's a hazy, I'd I'd want to buy it. Now it's like very selective on which ones I'll get. Yeah, if I like I said, like I the triples and doubles and stuff. I usually buy my beers like uh, from local craft beers. You know, like with Beer Zombie or anything with Beer Thug Life, you know, they're and they're like Kings, you know, there's some they, they make some good ones, strong ones. And what do you think? And also, what do you think about the milkshake beers? Do you like those? I do, but there is very, very, very few breweries who can actually make them. Barrows Brothers. Yeah, yes, but a lot of them aren't even on the West Coast. Like, so most of the good milkshakes I've had, I've had to trade for, you know, from over on the East Coast. And, a lot of people are trying to do it because, again, it's popular, but a lot of times 
it's just a crappy beer. Like the New England shit, like yeah. the hazies. I always get, you know, like iffy with those, like if it's going to be good or not. I always wish, like, you know, people was like, oh, I, I'm just going to buy it because of the label. It looks nice, but the beer tastes like shit. Yeah. I wish it was going to be like, well, back in the warehouse, like, hey, I want to hear that CD. Let me hear it first before I buy it. <laughs> that should be with fucking beers, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard because, you know, some of the four packs, they could be like 30 bucks. Yeah, for sure. And there's $30 four packs that are crap. So. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to mention names. So, tell me, what do you do um, with uh, with uh, Hawks Canyon? What do you do? You do the social media? Yeah, I do the social media and then, you know, kind of give a hand wherever else he needs a hand. Um, mm-hmm. He's my friend before I even knew he was into this. So, once he found out I, you know, was into the craft beer stuff and doing my Belmont crafting and everything, he t- started telling me that, oh, he wants to open a brewery. So, I started getting on board with him and... You know, I'm just down for whatever he needs me to do, and you know, I'm able to do it. Be you know, social media, whatever it is. If I need to clean, I'll do it. You know. Yeah, just anything with social media. Like once the brewery gets popping and stuff, you're gonna just keep blowing everything out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in here pouring beers too. You know, whatever needs to be done. And also, like I see your social media, man. He has like, man, I want that beer. I want this beer. Like, craft beers are loyal people. You need to follow him. Craft beers are loyal. I mean, straight up a Long Beach guy, and that's what I like. I mean, I've been traveling so much with the podcast going to a lot of these breweries outside of long beach but now i want to keep it home and you know all the people who live in you know in the local long beach area it's like i always want to give them love and and support them no matter what and that's one of the reasons why i started following you for years and you know we just like i said like this is our first time meeting and we just clicked off the back you know talking about beers and everything i feel like when i go to one of your functions like one of those uh like month to months and stuff like that i'll be like man i felt because i get a little shy when there's like a lot of people yeah i get like, how am i gonna open up to people no, you definitely know? see that's me too like i'm a very shy person like i have a hard time talking to new people but this group actually helped me you know because people wanted to know who's throwing this event so they start talking to me so like i, I have to talk yeah so that kind of got me out of it and then now i start seeing the same faces coming and mm-hmm. you know it's a good time. Do you um, does everyone bring like bottle shares, like different beers? Or no, just- no. Um, we've we've had a couple bottle shares, like as a group. Like we've had Belmont Crafty Neighbor shares, but for the events, nah. It's just the brewery comes in, and you know we have like four beers from the brewery, and maybe five to eight ounce pours. Mm-hmm. And normally the bar will give some kind of food special as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we've we've done a share here. We've done a share at a member's house. So I mean, that's originally how it started. Like I was looking for people who wanted to do bottle shares. But then I got over 100 people interested. I was like, I don't know how we're going to do a bottle share with 100 people. So then I started reaching out to bars like, hey, would you want to host us you know, for a bottle share? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, we can't really have you in here opening bottles, but we could bring in a brewery and do a tasting. And I'm like, all right, let's try that. So after the first one, like 40 people showed up. I was like, I need to do this more. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was going to question. How can Mega Man get Great Notion beers? I'm trying to have trying. Let's go to Trey because they don't distribute. They don't. Um. Well, first of all, you can go to Portland. Yeah, I know. I don't want to. I just want to. But I have to trade with someone, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's the other way. I mean, but you can get that. Get on a plane. I know a couple people who've gone on a plane just to go there for a day or two, have the beers, bring cans back. Like I know people have done it. Other ways, you live next to Monkish. You get Monkish cans. You can trade for Great Notion. Yeah, no. I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. When Brewery West did a collab with Great Notion, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you know, and the beer's like, okay, it's, it's cool, uh, but uh, I was like, okay, but I was like thinking like, fuck, I mean, drink it, no, I mean, it's good, yeah. but it wasn't how I, it was expected. I don't think it did either brewery justice, um, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, I, I think guess, it was rushed. Yeah, yeah, like, it didn't represent either brewery, um, but yeah, I mean, you get some monkish, there's, there's trading forums on Facebook, there's people who offered trades on instagram and you know i've never been fucked over on one so mm-hmm. especially people in portland are pretty good people so. i know when i had a whole bunch i had like a whole bunch of kings and it's like hey i'll trade you for the great notions for kings and a lot of the people was like well i'll trade you that but you got to give me your uh with bear thug life he had same gang from kings like mm-hmm. the you know i was like uh-uh well, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, that's See, kinda, that's the thing I don't want to trade. You got to come up off that kind of stuff because the stuff they're giving you, to me, Great Notion is better than Monkish. So, oh, yeah. So you, you got to come up off the good stuff to get the good stuff. When they had a beer sharing for Beer Duck Light's birthday, one of the guys had like a fat can of a Great Notions from, it's like a key lime. Oh, okay. It key was so good. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And one of them had a, uh, was it a, a pancake? Was it a pancake? Oh, the, yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, can I just take this? Dude, to me, that, that one's like uh, syrupy waffles, man. It's so oh good. God, 
The blueberry, yeah. Oh, the blueberry, the blueberry one. Awesome. If we ever have time, like yeah, me and you, I'll take you to Sandbox. My my friend, uh, those guys over there, he have a he has like a blueberry pancake beer, and oh, yeah? it's so good. He makes, and I think they have like a chocolate cocoa puff beer, I think, and they have like a whole bunch of hazies, man. They're just, oh my god, they have like a fruit box. It's like a good thick beer, like you know, it looks like a smoothie, but it's like I don't know, it's so good. It's like, man, those those guys. And the the one thing I always talk about Sandbox, I know I'm like I'm on their fucking dicks and shit. Um, <laughs> they um they don't have a cans they do it's a three-man so they're they're closed monday through thursday and they work friday saturday and sunday that's how green shit used to be yeah and they don't have like a one can like how you do with like you go to one of those so they would they would be doing it the whole three days of when they have a can release one's doing this put in the can spin it boom 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 and the wives are doing helping out so it's a family because it's three uh three guys and they're all married, and they all help each other out, you know, and all that. But the the beer, the beers are really good. They they don't have the equipment, but that's how much is like the beer is so good. They put their efforts into it, and that's like you say, green cheeks, you know, mm-hmm. like you know they're gonna get there, you know. Yeah, you can tell the people who are doing it and love what they're doing. The people who are just trying to make a quick buck, definitely. Yeah, yeah. What about um? Have you like any like any breweries that you know? We all we both you and I live in Long Beach. What's your favorite brewery in Long Beach? It's gotta be Beachwood. I mean, I know it's the most popular and big one, but they rank up there with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're solid, consistently good beers, especially the West Coast IPAs, which I know yeah, yeah. aren't very popular anymore for some reason. Well, I guess because of the hazies, but yeah, they make one of the best of that style. But then they also they make ambers and you know lagers and pilsners. Like they make a bunch of different beers, and I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from them. So oh, they're all good. They're all good beers. Um, I like I like going to Ten Miles. Ten Miles is Ten Miles. They're cool. They're nice. They're upcoming, and now they got their second station. Uh, I think they might make a third steel craft right there on top where the where the mothers is. Is it? Yeah, they have a steel craft. Now. Yeah, they're, they're gonna make another one. Oh, that damn. Number, yeah, or something. They're just their beers are so good, and they have like two cans of Bearskin IPA, which and I have the Citra at the house, and I already have two Zars, and I already have, I don't have the barley wine, I, we, I already killed that, I was knocked out. How was the barley wine? Oh, f- dude, it's so good. I knocked out, I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go party, is that I drank the whole bottle, I knocked out, I woke up like at five o'clock in the morning, sweating, <laughs> dude. That's how good, like the, 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 the barley wine, I think it was like 11 or 12. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was like very chocolatey, it was, but it was strong. I didn't get to try that one. Liberation, yeah. um, I love those. I'm always over there at Liberation. Those, they're good guys. They're fun. I love Eric and Dan and those guys. Ambitious, you know, Jerome. I've only been there a couple times because, you know, it's always busy. There's no parking. Oh. That's the thing. I mean, that's the thing at a lot of breweries, though. There's a lot of breweries that don't have mm-hmm. parking. You don't know you got to park and walk mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. What, have you been to Steady? Steady, I haven't. Yeah, they're I, cool. I've had a couple of their beers on, you know, yeah, the store. It's cool. I like it. They expanded it more. And, they have, you know, I think they're going to have eight. I think they have six beers on Taz, but maybe eight or something like that. Yeah. So with all my audience, you know, um, I want to get to know you, man. Where did you grow up at? So originally from Longpoke, California, the 805. Um, Longpoke. Yeah. So I moved out here when I was in Long Beach when I was 18. So I've been here about half my life and I was there half my life so uh-huh. I claim both it's all good <laughs> <laughs> well what you think about when you moved over here was it like a like a like a change you know oh big change man because Lompoc's just a small like little valley you know everybody knows each what's other what's the next city what's the next big big city over um Santa Barbara's about gotcha 40 miles away so Santa Barbara and Santa Maria like you know mm-hmm. not too far from where Larry grew up in and uh Slow. it's over there what was it by how far is Alvarado burial from over there oh no no not even close that's in Salinas right uh kind of it's up in that area I'm, I'm getting a brain freeze right now no it's all good nah not even close like there there's there's no real breweries the closest would be like Firestone and Paso Oh yeah. yeah, they make some strong Actually, ones. I'm lying. There, I mean, there's small ones in Santa Barbara now. There's, there's some brews in Santa Barbara, but mm-hmm. when I was growing up, nah, yeah. it was Firestone. You, do you see right now with like Long Beach changing, like you know, little by little, you see all the places where it used to be is not there anymore. Oh, like yeah. VIP Records, that's a fucking Seven Eleven. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's happening everywhere. Even you know where I used to live for a while in Belmont Shore, all those places are flipping into new places. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's constantly changing. It's it's hard to run a business. Yeah, and, and plus it's getting more expensive. It is. It's getting really expensive, and I think that's why a lot of the older places aren't lasting. I mean, a lot of people are doing their shopping online. So. Yeah, then that's why a lot of the small businesses are just closing down and stuff like that. And I, I sometimes it's like, I don't know if it's good and bad if the angels come. 
Well, personally, I would like to come. I'm not even an Angel fan, but... But the park is going to be a bitch in the traffic. And then I'll jump on the bus. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> buy a cheap-ass Angel ticket for, like, 10 bucks the day of the game and go just watch a game. Like, I'm down for that. But you make you just walk over there. Yeah. and uh, I think they're going to build it where the, the, the sports arena used to be. Yeah. They're going to tear that whole thing down. Like, I honestly don't think it'll happen, but I'm down for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, for it. I'm, not, I'm a Twins fan, so, oh, oh, so, my, so my Twins will come and beat them, and I'll go watch it. So. <laughs> twins. When you think of Twins, uh, Kirby Puckett. Mm-hmm. I got a little story. When I was like 11, 10 or 11 years old, I used to go to this Christian school in Torrance by, on Western, at Harbor Christian School. Uh, my mom used to be a preschool teacher, and the lady used to work there. She was a pastor of, of daughters, whatever. She was a teacher. Her brother... Is played for the uh, the twins. His name was Brian Harper. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. he was a catcher. Yeah, I still we have the, have a, a ball signature, no lie. And I have the picture of them and everything. And that's when he they just won the World won Series, the World Series. Yep. that same year. Yep, I remember. And I remember it's like, and I used to collect baseball cards, and I was like so shocked, like I was like shy. It's like that's Brian Harper. Because, you know, when you used to collect those top cards, oh, you used to yeah. look at the deck, you know, Dude, where they're from. I still, I still got all my cards, bro. Like, I got all my cards. I was my crazy, garage. man. Like, the tops. You got Flares. You got Bowman's. Oh, upper yeah. Decks. Upper Deck. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to buy those Beckett books. Yeah, be looking I, at my prices. Yeah. Like, if you bend it, it you just fucked it up. Now yeah. it's five cents instead of 25 cents. I mean, that's probably why I like trading beers, because I used to buy cards and trade cards and go to card shows. So, I mean, beer is like a girl man's card game, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, it's like trading, but sometimes I just don't want to give up that card for you know like he said that beer you know i mean it just depends how bad you want to try it i mean a lot of times i mean i don't trade a lot of local for local beer unless i'm trading like i'll trade a monkish for a monkish i didn't get or something like that but you know i want to try stuff on the east coast so mm-hmm. you know you gotta you gotta give it up you hell gotta, yeah you gotta pay the ship <laughs> you gotta pay the ship uh with uh Nomich, you know you think it's good like we talked about it with larry and those guys and jules about um is it good to have a lot more breweries in one city? I think it is because thinking about beer, it's not like ultra competitive like a lot of other spaces. Because someone like me, I want to come here and have a couple of beers, and then I want to go somewhere else and have a couple of beers and go somewhere else. So I'm gonna go somewhere where there's breweries close together. Like that's cool. The trademark's gonna be opening right there. Like I yeah, think it's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think it's bad at all. And I like about it with uh, all the breweries that, you know, if one brewery doesn't have this, like, hey, can you help me out and give you this and you trade for that? Like, going around, it's like Oh, family. definitely, definitely breweries help each other out. Like, it's, like I said, it's not super competitive like that. I mean, yeah, there's some people who are like that, you know, but that's just individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, it's all about helping each other out. Like, if you go to... You know, a beer festival, and you, there's someone like struggling with their equipment. Someone is going to jump over and come in and try to help you. And you know, it's, it's good. But that's all good. Yeah, that's that's how it is. Are you a family man? I am. I got a wife and three daughters. Oh shit! Yes, sir. My pullout game's back too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got I got two boys, a daughter. Then I'm going to have another one, man. Saw that. Dude. I'm still trying to work at it. Well, man, man, I don't know, but it's it's something where you know. It's being a single father, but now that you know, I'm gonna get married like down the road, and then you know, I have a son, and I want to get my kid. I want to start learning how to make craft beers next year. Hey, I mean, I just started doing my own little home brewing. I mean, I don't think it's something that I'm ever gonna want to do professionally, but I have fun doing it. It's like fun, and you learn so much more about the beer, and you appreciate the beer you're drinking a lot more because you see how you know meticulous it is. Like, damn, every little thing you do affects that beer. So. That's why, you know, when you drink a good beer, people really care and they took the effort to do it because, you know, you could really mess up a beer just by not being careful. Yeah, like like they were talking about, like, if you bring, like, make a beer and it messes up, it goes down the drain. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I get scared with those, you know, like if it's going to be good or not and this. But when you are you, are you like in a home brewery crew? Like, uh, no, nah, um, I do want, there's a Long Beach home brew uh, club and, you know, they've invited me, like, I'm in their Facebook group and stuff, but. They usually have their meetings like on a Tuesday when I'm working. Is it over there at Stein's? Over yes. There? Yeah, the yes. Stein's Fillers? Yes. I think it's called, yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of people. I have a friend that goes there. His, he has an Instagram called Hummingbirds. I don't know. Humming, him. I'm going to have him on my podcast. I think yeah, if I show you a picture, you know who he is. Okay. Chan, he's play, he does jiu-jitsu and all that stuff. But he does. He goes to over there and he goes to the breweries. And I always feel like the home brewers in Long Beach are so like passionate. Like, man, oh, they are. They they're are. like, and man, they, fuck that beer. And, like, my beer is better than that shit. Yeah, um, I mean, they have their home brew festival and everything, so it's really cool. But and 
they'll help you. Like, I've reached out to a lot of them, like, as I'm making my beer, and, like, I'm kind of stuck. Oh, what am I supposed to do right here? Like, I reach out to them, and they respond to me. Like, good people. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, anyways, uh, I just want to say, um, are there any last words you want to do? Any plugs you want to give? Shout-outs or anything? Um, no, I just, you know, go ahead and give me a follow at Craft Beer Loyal on Instagram, and you can follow uh, Belmont's Crafty Neighbors. You can find us on Facebook and on meetup.com, and Find out when we're going to be having tasting events, where they're going to be at, and love for you guys to come out and come say what's up to me. Hell yeah. If you hear the fan, the construction, they're still building Hogs Canyon, and can't wait for that, but it's all good. <laughs> I like a little noise and stuff. You get yeah. like you get the realness and shit like that. Other than that, man, Keith, man, thank you so much for, for doing the Mega Man's podcast and whatever societies or any events. I'm, I'm not no joke. I will be there and stuff. Good. You know, that's I'm, I'm going to make that as one of my first goals, you know, if I'm gonna be in the craft beer scene and stuff like that which i love craft beers i want to need to go to all these events but just you know if there's right now i've been traveling to the inland empire and everywhere to spread out all the love and everything for all the people that come to long beach oh, man, i need to let you to give the me the a ie tour oh, oh, oh there, so. yeah oh they don't fuck around hey. kings don't fuck around hey. and all that I'm stuff down. well thank you so much for doing the podcast man thank you for having and me. we're gonna probably gonna drink after this and stuff um, you can subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review. Leave me those five stars. Um, you can find my uh, podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Google. I mean, the whole nine yards. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Mega Man Podcast and my personal page at Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero. Other than that, Mega Man's out. Keys out. We are out. We're going to go get fucked up right now. Cheers. Later.